Hey everyone, it's George from the Race Space Podcast, a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast to promote the rise in obstacle course race in the Middle East. The series of episodes will contain interviews from obstacle course race athletes locally and internationally. We will also have interviews with race directors from Spartan Race to Tough Mudder, Desert Warrior Challenge to Ice Warrior Challenge and different obstacle course race training groups in the Middle East. So please feel free to listen to these episodes, support the athletes and support obstacle course race in the Middle East. And if you do have any feedback or suggestions, drop them in the comments below. And before we kickstart this episode, we have an important message. So check this out. Spartan is a global fitness brand with a 10 million strong community. We create transformational events, experiences, products and content to help people, companies and teams tear down boundaries and expand what they believe to be possible. From day one, nearly two decades ago, we've been champions of human transformation. We live to help people get outside, eat healthy and develop habits that lead to a life of constant progress. With a family of brands, we push people from every corner of the globe outside their comfort zones and immerse them in a world of tough fitness and elite sports. We do this because when you can face and overcome adversity head-on, your potential is limitless. This year in December, in Abu Dhabi, the land of the gazelle, thousands of athletes and spectators will gather at the Metropolis in the desert to compete for Spartan immortality. This is a unique opportunity to watch the world's best obstacle course race athletes compete for the World Championship and have your group conquer the course themselves. For Spartan World Championship ticket details and registration to the program, see the link below and there is also a discount code so see the show notes below for the discount code and the registration link and hopefully see you at Al Wadbar. Now let's kick start today's episode. Today I have Wayne D'Souza and the reason why I really wanted to interview Wayne is because he used to be my boss and I remember working with him literally two, two decades ago. Everyone in our team used to absolutely love working under Wayne. He was one of the people's uh, leader, so to speak, and he had a lot of respect as well. And uh, we did our very first obstacle course race back in 2017. So I was really excited to actually talk to Wayne, get his journey so far as obstacle course race is concerned. Now, I know Wayne for more than two decades, and believe it or not, he's an absolute fitness guru. I mean, the way he handles uh, his fitness, the way he handles his diet, is still something which I haven't seen pretty much anyone else doing that in UAE. Now, in this particular podcast, he did share his experience about doing obstacle course race in UAE and also shared his experience of doing an obstacle course race in Vietnam and some of the challenges that he actually faced. Now, Wayne is also planning to start a training group in Vietnam. So if there are any training groups who want to get connected with Wayne or if there are any training organizers or race directors, the contact details will be mentioned in the show notes below. Or alternatively, you can also drop us an email. Our email is in the show notes below. So listen to this episode. And what I really liked is, you know, the advice he gave for newcomers. And he mentioned that, you know, try to get more information about the race. Try to do a lot of preparation and research and enjoy the race. I think that is what something which I really like doing with Wayne. When you're doing the obstacle course race, there is a bit of fun. There is challenge, but there is fun. And that is what was echoed in this podcast as well. So listen to this episode, and if you do want to get connected to Wayne, his details are in the show notes below as well. So check this out, guys. Firstly, Wayne, thank you so very much for doing this. Really, really appreciate you taking the time, considering the fact that you're currently in Vietnam. So how has your day been, Wayne, so far, and what time is it there right now? Right now, it is uh, almost 1 o'clock. There's a three-hour difference uh, 
we are ahead ah, okay. of uh, the UAE. Uh-huh. So, yeah, day's been good. Grinding first always and then unwinding. Ah, and is it like a weekend over there as well in the next few days? Or? Yeah, uh, typically the weekend starts from Wednesday. You know, that's where people start. Uh, and uh, Vietnam is quite laid back. So, you know, your Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you get to see the crowds yeah. at all the malls and everywhere else, you know, yeah. uh, kicking in. Yeah, and uh, it was the mid autumn summer festival, the moon festival. So, you know, things are busy over here. That is absolutely brilliant. The reason I asked is because you know we're recording this on Friday, and as you know, being that you know because you've lived in Dubai, that Friday used to be a weekly off for us, but now Friday is a yeah, working yeah. day, and Saturday, Sunday is uh, the kind of week off in Dubai and in UAE right now. So perfect. Yeah, firstly, again, you know, Wayne, thank you so very much for doing this. Now, Wayne, can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself, as in where you're originally from, and you did move to Dubai, and what was the main reason for moving to Dubai, and currently you are in Vietnam. Now, in this journey, when did you get involved in obstacle course race, and what has your experience been like? Right. Well, uh, first, first of all, you know, I'm from uh, all over the world. I was born in Kuwait that uh, Middle East country yeah. next to Dubai and uh, did my schooling there and originally from a small state in India called Goa, uh-huh. you know, that's a party state, uh, former Portuguese colony and lived in six countries all before, you know, moving to UAE for five years. Work took me there and uh, fortunately, unfortunately, it was a, a Spartan race. They had the inaugural Spartan race in Feb 2020 yep. in Vietnam. So I flew for two weeks. You know, thinking that uh, I I was close to Vietnam. I traveled there before. I have some dealings and business here as well. Yeah. And uh, that was during the COVID lockdown, you know, global shutdown. And I couldn't get back. Oh. And I, all I had was a suitcase. Oh. So I came for a Spartan race. And, uh, you know, I was stuck in this country. But now I call it a home. You know, after 1.5 years, I finally managed to, you know, it took me, sorry, 30 months Oh. Uh, to get out of the country because uh, and I the first thing I did was I flew home you know because parents you don't see them for almost three years and a lot of things changed so. absolutely and the COVID era was absolutely dreadful now but I wasn't aware that you know you had gone specifically only for that and then the COVID thing happened that is definitely not yeah. a good experience for sure right a week a week you know it was just a week your your life turns around you know and then I said, okay, maybe a month or two, you know, yeah. I didn't expect for it to last so long. So when, when you went to yeah. Vietnam, were there any particular preparation that you did? Were there any particular requirements such as PCR or anything that you had to take care of? Yeah, the PCR, you know, you had to get your certifications in order. Then uh, the PCR test, then yeah, the airport, they scanned you. You know, uh, it was tough. I mean, at both ends, you know, whether it was going to India or going anywhere else in the world, they tested you, then you had your certification in order, then you had to declare, have your declaration. And now it's a bit eased up, but during that time, yeah, it was very challenging. Absolutely great, yeah. And hopefully, you know, such events don't happen in the near future. (laughs) And this is something, you know, which none of us ever thought of, you know, what the COVID experience would be like. And thankfully, that thing is over now. And hopefully, we do actually get back to our normal life. So can you tell our listeners, Wayne, in terms of when did you originally find out about obstacle course races, such as you know, Spartan race or Tough Mudder? When is it that you found out the very first time? And what was your initial uh, reaction to that? 
that was in i think uh, 2017 uh-huh. you know one of my friends invited me uh, for something called a spartan race and you know at that time i didn't really know what it was and didn't go prepared you know you think that you hit the gym for 10 15 years and you know this is nothing but when you actually go there to that obstacle course race you know you find out yeah. how out of shape you are you know in terms of uh, whether it's climbing a 10 foot wall or you know trying to climb up rope Absolutely. a vertical rope so and so that was fun that was fun in 2017 but it took us 4 hours you know for my first sprint <laughs> it was fun and experiencing it it is absolutely correct and for our listeners i think we are talking about me because we both had done the first spartan race and that was in al ghazal right al ghazal mm-hmm. golf club i think yeah so. yeah yeah it was perfect yeah, <laughs> i didn't know whether to mention you or not no 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 it's perfectly uh, fine and it did take us actually 4 hours but we did have a brilliant time i think that was the most important oh, thing yeah. No, Spartans were. don't drink water. Yeah, Whenever is. we offer water, <laughs> absolutely correct. And for our listeners, you know, uh, there is a video on YouTube as well where one of the guys was actually offering us water, and we actually said that Spartans don't drink water, but little did they know that yeah, they actually had that. Red Bull inside a bag. <laughs> yeah, absolutely correct. And wait, can you take one. us uh, back to the moment? You know, before we did the first Spartan race. What was your initial thoughts? I mean, when we found out about Spartan Race, what was your initial thoughts? Did you try to look up any videos, or did you try to search anywhere for that information? Yeah, um, I, I recall. You know, I I wondered what Spartan uh, Race was all about, uh-huh. so I uh, googled, you know, the uh, on YouTube, and then found out, wow, this is something else. But at the same time, like I mentioned, you know. you've been to the gym 15 years and you think you can conquer this is just a race but it was not just a race it you know it challenged you and it challenged me and you know and you learn a lot about yourself during these obstacle course races that's not all about gym it's all about being fit your endurance levels you know your stamina and uh, yeah absolutely shows your true worth absolutely correct and were there any particular expectation let's say on the day you were actually doing the race what was the moment of let's say expectation versus reality is there any particular moment during the race that you'd like to tell our listeners on the very first part of the race that you did yeah i remember you know uh, the mc i think it was uh, mc sparta chris you know who uh, you know, kept pumping up the crowd and i was like wow yeah. this actually looks like you know the movie and feels like the movie you know i felt like a spartan even though i not started the race yet but the way he pumped you up you know that was a everlasting enduring experience for me and i said okay we all part of one family and let's see and it was never about competitive uh, being competitive because you know we joined for fun but uh, when i saw the people and you know saw people went about it then uh, i realized wow this is uh, something else new experience absolutely absolutely correct and why can you tell our listeners how many obstacle course races that you've done so far and including vietnam if you've done it so far because i know for a fact that you know you've done quite a lot of obstacle course races while you were in dubai uae and would you like to share yeah. with our listeners yeah i've done about uh, i think uh, uh, 22 to 25 obstacle course races you know over the 3 uh, years 5 years uh, duration yep. and done a couple of marathons and even during covid you know when i was stranded and they had the vertical uh, you know races yep i went ahead and did all and the one which was most challenging was ultra was that the even though it was, race, was it or yeah yeah it, it was tough because <laughs> it took me 8 hours 8 and a half hours i think you know to complete it 
And that was tough. And, and for our listeners, you know, what I want you to do is after the broadcast is over, do go to Wayne's Instagram profile. And I know Wayne personally. I know him for at least over 20 years. 20 years ago, Wayne was like a fitness guru. You know, he was very fit. He was, you know, very much into diet. And this was 20 years ago before Obstacle Course Race also was probably even started. So him saying these things, you know, definitely does add a lot of value to the podcast as well. And what was the experience, Wayne, that you have done, let's say, uh, you know, the ultra marathon, the virtual one? What is the experience and what is the key difference that you found, let's say, when you did obstacle course race in different locations? In different locations, the trifecta, you know, the first one that stands out was the Oman uh, trifecta. When I done it, I think in 2019. Yep. You know, that was an experience because three races in a span of 24 hours, that pushes you. And then you see, okay, you know, I've done three trifectas in the same year. So that was good. But then uh, post-COVID, you know, uh, during 2020, I did that ultra and the ultra stood out because I've never done a 50 kilometer in my life before. The max I've done is, you know, two half marathons and four marathons. But, you know, doing that with... um, uh, challenges in between i think it was 20 or 30 challenges i can't re- recall but you know people and the thing is you're doing it on the road and you know outside where no one is there and it's cold and restrictions and you know just people looking at you wondering what you're doing yeah that was my follow-up question i mean let's say if you were to do that in dubai and uae versus if you were to do it in vietnam what is the key difference do you think the, the key difference would be in Dubai, you know, people are a bit more, uh, I would not like to use the word educated, but yeah, educated in terms of obstacle course races. Here, you know, I mentioned Sparta, why wear my Spartan t-shirts, <laughs> I have uh, so many of them, yeah. you know, and people are, keep asking in the gym, what's Spartan? I show them video, then the videos, then they say, okay, how do you do it? What do you, no, so they've never, and the first one is, you know, which I got stranded for in 2020, it's next month away. Yeah. Uh, one day after my birthday. So, you know, so I'm gearing up for that oh, because yeah. I'm doing the age group first time in my life. So I want a podium at least, but I don't know, <laughs> two years no, out of shape. And... This year or probably next year, that definitely that thing should definitely happen. Now, uh, Wayne, let's talk about, you know, the obstacle course race that you've done. Now, I know you personally and I know that you've done other obstacle course races as well besides uh, Spartan Race. Uh, we've done the Tough Mudder together as well. You've done Desert Warrior <laughs> Challenge as well. So, what are some of your personal favorite obstacle course race? The personal one that stood out, you know, back in 2017, 2018, you know, when we did the uh, Desert uh, Warrior Challenge, that was something new because, you know, first of all, you get a chance to challenge your fears. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about climbing the 10-foot wall, but, you know, if you don't know swimming and you have 506, <laughs> remember, we, we didn't know swimming and yeah. you have 506, sir. Obstacles which involve, you know, 10 feet or 12 feet deep water, you know, <laughs> you just go, go and dive in and face your fears. That was something, you know, unnerving. But at the same time, you know, you come out of that confident. Yeah. And I'm wondering, you know, Wayne, I'm not sure if you recollect the Desert Warrior Challenge that we actually went to. The first one did actually get cancelled while we were on the way because there was heavy rain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Dubai not gear up for That is correct. So while, what happened was that me and Wayne, we were traveling to the venue and it was raining heavily. And then when we looked up the Facebook message, the organizers told us that, you know, the event has been canceled. What's and on? rightly so because, you know, of safety reasons as well. Safety. So true. I remember that. That is absolutely brilliant. 
And uh, can you tell our listeners, Wayne, and this is something which I personally would like to know from you as well. What is your training plan that you have, let's say, a couple of months before the race, a couple of weeks before the race? And particularly, is there something that you do a day before the race? And is that something that listeners can also try to replicate as well? Yeah, I I would like to, you know, share. I have a unique uh, training uh, practice, you know. Let's say I map out the races three months in advance. Mm -hmm. So I give my body, you know, about 100 days to prepare for it because... uh, being at the age you are and you know also you know you have to uh, preparation is key so i tend to try to lose weight so i try to become five kgs three kgs to five kgs lighter because it helps on the monkey bars and it helps with your speed and also at the same time during the uh, three months of uh, training i uh, work out with a weighted vest oh so it adds yeah it adds the 10 kgs as well so come race day you know, two days or three days before, I just don't work out at all. I rest my body, uh-huh. I carb up, you know, and uh, just relax. And come a race day, you know, those nerves are always there. Yeah. But you realize your speed when and all your training, uh, hard work pays off when you actually uh, uh, start the race. Absolutely correct. So, you know, at the start line, there's always this nervousness. Your heart keeps pounding. The experience is something definitely unique, right? Right, right. And is there anything that you do, let's say, after the race, immediately after the race? Is there any particular routine or something that you follow? After the race, you know, generally I take off because of the three-month training program that I keep for myself. You know, I take a week off from gym. Absolutely no gym. Basic walking, you know, uh, some sometimes a cold shower, ice bath. And, uh, you know, after four or five days, you know, I try to get in a... Japanese massage or, you know, something like that just to unwind. Oh, that's real. I forgot what they're called, but they're very relaxing. Mm -hmm. That is definitely, definitely ideal. And I think a lot of the listeners would definitely be keen about that. And Wayne, what I want to know about you is, what are some of your favorite obstacles? Are there any couple of obstacles that you particularly like? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The spear throw. You know, believe it or not, I think we had the same experience. Have you ever missed a spear throw? I'm not in my 20 plus spaces. Uh, I've never, for some reason, I don't know whether it's luck or I don't know what. <laughs> my aim sucks. <laughs> oh man, that is absolutely brilliant, brilliant to know. And I think you might be the first person to actually take spear throw. So definitely brilliant. I mean, you definitely see. No, yeah, I've never practiced, and you know, the thing is, I try not to overthink it. At the same time, I don't break my record, but it the same time, you know, it just barely makes it. I don't know, man. Just luck, I think. That is absolutely <laughs> awesome. And now you looked at, you know, your favorite obstacle. What are some of your least favorite obstacles? Something that you absolutely dislike, or something that you find it challenging and something hard to overcome? Yeah, the the one the one challenge is the rope climb. I could, I never had the practice. Uh-huh. I I I know people who, you know, like you, you've taught me the technique, you you know. But I think maybe I've never practiced it outside the Spartan venue. Yeah. So that confidence. So I just go ahead and practice my 30 burpees in maybe a minute or a, or a minute and a half. I don't even bother climbing that. I just, that's the least favorite. And the twister. But twister, okay, you practice your dead hangs, you know. Yeah. You can get some that. But the rope climb, my God. And it's funny that you mentioned, because, you know, for a Spartan race, they did actually put up a video explaining uh, rope climb. And they actually asked listeners or the followers that 
what is your technique? And believe it or not, Wayne, a lot of them actually mentioned that my technique is to focus on 30 burpees. So definitely <laughs> brilliant point. So absolutely. Oh, so something common out there, yeah. yeah. And uh, based on your experience, Wayne, and this is directly a message to the race directors and the race organizers, are there any obstacles that you think uh, that you think can be replaced or removed, or do you have any obstacles that you want to create, and do you have any suggestions, let's say, for the organizers and the race directors? Oh yes, uh, for the organizers, race uh, directors. You know, sometimes the water stations, especially on a beast, I think it was Oman. There were not too many out there. But, uh, I mean, these are the small things. You know, if you hydrate well enough, uh, 24 hours or 48 hours prior, so you won't really have a problem. But always carry, uh, for the listeners, always carry, you know, mustard sachets or, you know, get that sodium in because that will help with the cramps. That's something I do and wash it down with water. But uh, the one uh, the one scary, I mean, one of the scariest uh, obstacles i've been through i have not personally faced anything but i saw my friend and that friend you know who <laughs> he had sunglasses on and yeah. he went to that electric eel yeah. i think that's what it called in love mother and he broke the versace glasses and you got scraped up yeah. on your nose i remember that that was scary yeah i think what wayne is talking about is the electroshock therapy and what happened yeah, is i actually therapy. fell down face first and i got a little bit of scar but trust me, I was literally laughing after that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were laughing. I mean, people are wondering, you know, what's happening? This guy's laughing and blood's coming out from his uh, side of his nose or something. But that was a scary experience. Absolutely. And if you look at some of the <laughs> YouTube it. videos, they do look really scary, you know, people having uh, fallen down face first. And uh, do you think, Wayne, any new obstacles could be added? Let's say, do you have any idea or suggestions for the race directors and the organizers? You know, uh, something that would involve a lot of mud or maybe water. Yeah. Increase your water obstacles because, you know, especially in the des in the desert, yeah. you know, uh, desert, there's, you need that water to cool off, you know. Like the, for example, the ice bath or I don't know what it's called in, uh, in Tough Mother. Uh, you know, it's so refreshing. Yeah. In Tough Mother, it's called as, you know, Arctic ice and in desert water, it's called yeah. as a brain challenge. Oh, yeah. We went brain and did freeze. it two, three times. Brain freeze. <laughs> brain freeze yeah. And for our listeners, you know, when we, uh, me and Bean did our very first obstacle course race with Desert Warrior Challenge, we actually did that obstacle twice. And I do remember that Desert Warrior Challenge it did actually repost them as well. So, yeah, I think this is a brilliant point, especially in Dubai and in UAE, where there's so much of heat, there's so much of sand, you know, having ice obstacles or anything to do with water is absolutely brilliant advice. I definitely agree with that, Wayne. And Wayne, do you have any advice, let's say, to fellow athletes and listeners? Now, fellow athletes is somebody who has already done a couple of obstacle course races, as well as for listeners who do not know what obstacle course race is and they're planning to do it for the very first time. What is the advice that you'd like to give to them? For the first timers, you know, I always say don't push yourself too hard because, you know, it's something new. Go have fun, experience it, you know, try to take everything in and uh, learn from it because the next time you'll be trying to. It'll be easier to beat your personal best, your PB. Yeah. You know, if you take for like us four hours for our sprint. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> but for 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 and also another thing is the, uh, the in, especially in the Middle East, UAE, there are a lot of uh, OCR uh, 
groups that have fortnight and uh, weekly training like OCR Nation, OCR Empire, Extreme Endurance. So try to take part in that, you know, build your stamina, build your endurance. Uh, that's the good thing about UAE, you know. There are a lot of uh, training groups over there where you can, if you miss one, you, you have it on a weekday or another weekend. You know, so there are a lot of choices. Unfortunately, here you don't have, but hopefully I'm planning to start in Hanoi, oh. Spartan training, you know. Be because awesome. I think there's only one certified, yeah, there's one certified uh, trainer, uh, Spartan ambassador and trainer in the entire Vietnam, yeah. And knowing your experience, you know, I definitely think you'll be a god about the rest. I mean, you've had fitness experience of more than two decades, so I definitely think it'll be an absolutely brilliant idea. And for the listeners as well, you know, what Wayne is talking about is the different groups. What I would recommend is follow him on Instagram because Wayne is actively doing workouts. So definitely brilliant advice. And we, besides obstacle course race and running, are there any other sports events that you particularly like? And is that in any way connected to obstacle course race by any chance? Uh, yeah, I love uh, running, you know. Even when I go on uh, business or work, especially, you know, in Singapore or Far East Asia, I like to, you know, see what events are there. Mm-hmm. Like in Singapore, there are a lot of running events every weekend. Yep. Yeah. So I try to land on a Friday, do the races, work on Monday through the week, and then again leave next Monday and try to get, you know, it's all about collecting medals. I have over 100 medals now. So, you know, I try to make the best of business and pleasure, but this is the pleasure, the OCR and the, you know, runs. Absolutely correct. And there is a different feeling when you get the medal at the end of it, everything, right? Yeah, you have to earn that. And of these running events that you do, does that help you with obstacle course race as well in terms of, you know, achieving something or yes i try to challenge myself like for instance you know in the far east they have sometimes different groups have two races in a day or you know on a saturday sunday there are two back-to-back races so the most i've done is two 10 kilometers on a saturday and one 10 kilometer on a sunday you know so i got three medals in 24 hours while working uh while going for a business trip so that pushes you because you get confidence for your whether it's a Spartan race or whether it's a tough mother, because in, I I do believe that your speed for running, especially during running, should be uh, optimum. Yeah. Because the the you know the obstacles sometimes take a challenge out of you. So if you can keep that speed going, you know even if you have 30 burpees along the way, you know you still have a chance of uh, beating your personal best or you know standing on a podium. Absolutely. So just push yourself. Absolutely, 100% agree. And absolutely brilliant advice that, you know, try to push as much as possible because it definitely helps you with your obstacle course race as well. Now, we have a few other questions, Wayne, and now two of them mm-hmm. are not related to fitness and OCR, and one of them is actually related to the gym. So the first question is, what is your favorite music genre? Ah. <laughs> For unwinding, it's... Uh country music uh-huh. but for gym um, metal and you know rap oh excellent that's what is in my space it out like that in rap is there any particular musician or artist that you like that you like to recommend to anyone or Eminem always Eminem gets me pumping yeah he's and def- for metal it's BFI he's definitely the goat I would say you know Eminem I mean even my yeah. wife, she's kind of liking Eminem so definitely brilliant advice now the second one what we'd like to know is, is there any secret that you'd like to confess to our listeners? Now, I'm just hoping that, you know, you're not a serial killer or have any weird fetish or anything <laughs> of that sort, yeah. 
<laughs> no no fetishes even but yeah i like uh, you know unwinding a lot you know whether it's a beverage yeah. or walk around the lake you know or you know just uh, trekking on the mountains you know i like doing all that and uh, also i love uh, massages you know the ayurvedic ones yeah. the uh, kerala ayurvedic where they put a lot of herbal oil on you Absolutely. you know that also you know unwinds you and it prepares your body because i believe those are the best massages that one can get i mean i i've gone for swedish i've gone for thai massages japanese massages which are one of my favorites but the kerala one you know stands out in terms of you know healing your body right. with the oils so i do a lot of that definitely and i get to go to check that thing out And and for our listeners what I would definitely like to add in something is that Wien is if not one of the best cooks as well because his barbecue is mm-hmm. literally the goat I mean the greatest of all time and if you do ever meet Wien you know invite him for an outdoor event and believe it or not the barbecue event that he does is if not one of the best in the world so you can call it as the oh, goat the greatest of all time and boat which is the best of all time as well I was surprised you didn't actually mention that. And one final question Vic, which I wanted to ask is if you have to have one gym equipment that would be associated to you which what would that gym equipment be and why? Okay, uh, okay. Uh, one gym equipment that I would I would like or uh, like uh, relate to. Related to, yeah, related yeah. to you. Uh, that would be the pull up bar you know because it's all about the ups and downs just like life yeah. up and down you know the stronger you get the more you do it the stronger you get that's about it and work on your dead hands yeah absolutely totally 100% agree and now uh, one final question you know which i wanted to ask is with the Spartan Race World Championship coming up are you preparing for it or is there something that you have in mind or would you be attending that at all towards the end of this year I'm trying to prep for that but uh, you know I, I would like to come at least one month prior yeah. uh, you know uh, I mean besides having you there there's so many other friends you know just train and it's going to be during the cooler months so you know train and get back into running in sand and yeah. because I heard the uh, Leva one was the toughest yeah absolutely people like Ryan Atkins and everyone you know they were like saying this is the toughest one those guys have done 100 200 Spartan races you know I'm not sure about the number but yeah Now, we know, while we were doing a couple of interviews and surprisingly what we also heard from some of the interviewees was that uh, the obstacle course race which happened in Romania was much tougher than Leva one as well. And oh, there were six or seven people from UAE who actually went there and they were saying that the Leva one was okay but the Romania one was much tougher than that as well. So what I'm expecting wow. in December you know the alwat ba one will be hopefully much tougher as well so it's going to be really fun and you know oh yes those <laughs> races actually work fine and one final question rain can you tell our listeners how can they get in touch with you is there any facebook account is there any training groups or you can also mention if the training group that you want to start in vietnam and if there are any sponsors who are listening to this episode maybe they can help you out as well and you know do some assistance as well Yeah I'm planning to open up you know something focusing on the Spartan way of training because I'm currently going to be doing my certification as well mm-hmm. uh SGX program so on Spartan but uh, yeah uh, sponsorship will help you know because that's what's key about you know whether it's your t-shirts or free t-shirts or you know getting to try a gear like the Reebok Spartan shoes or things like that that gets you know the excitement going because believe you 
me, the uh, the people over here in Vietnam, they are they are only aware of marathons and they don't even know what an obstacle race is. You know, what's a burpee? I've been to gyms and you know, they are they are not up to that level yet. So you know, a lot of scope in this country. Absolutely. But like yeah, people can get in touch with me on uh, Wicked Veins. Okay. On that's my Instagram. Okay. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. And, you know, maybe you could be a bridge, you know, in helping obstacle course racers set up maybe the obstacle course race events in Vietnam as well. Perfect. Yeah, that would be nice. Perfect. Brilliant. brilliant. Thank you so very much, Wayne. You know, really appreciate you taking your time and doing this. I know for a fact that, you know, you're absolutely working right now and it is at lunchtime. So really, thank you so very much for doing this. I really appreciate it, Wayne. No, any time for you. Any time for you, and we had some good times together. Absolutely. And that's what you know started all with Sparta, Spartan races. You know, back in 2017, when there was no one, hardly, if you remember, you know, Correct. hardly a handful of people for that event. And now, you know, it's packed. Yep. So that's a good sign. And uh, one of the guys was actually interviewing me. And in that interview, I was saying that the very first time we actually went to Al Ghazal Club, you know, I think Zelia was driving us and we were actually seeing guys holding the Atlas uh, ball. Yeah, yeah. You remember, we were like, what yeah, is one this? What? Yeah, because that time, you know, we <laughs> yeah. didn't look at uh, YouTube videos as such, you know, we just looked at maybe the Facebook posts and we didn't prepare ourselves so much for it. But definitely. And we were wondering how people have blue medals and we got red medals. Correct. Yeah. And then, you know, we asked people and then they told us super and then we said, oh, okay, that too. Yeah. And then we found out later that and plus <laughs> trifactor one as well. Anyways, Good time. Yeah. Thank you so very much, Wayne, for doing this. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. Oh.